Hello and welcome to Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Vanessa Green. So today we're just going to jump right into uh, today's topic. And I entitled it Labor Pains. So it is not the what we typically think of when we think about labor pains, a woman being pregnant, going into labor to have a baby, even though there may be some similarities that we may talk about a little bit later. But I want to just kind of focus on the labor part of it. Now, the dictionary defines labor as a noun and as a verb. As a noun, it's defined as physical or mental effort or human activity that provides something, a service or or something of that effect. The verb meaning of the word labor means to exert one's power of body or mind, especially when painful or strenuous or to move with great effort. So that's what we typically think of when we think of labor. But as I was thinking about this topic and just kind of writing some things down, um, we tend to sometimes run from the labor, the hard parts of what is necessary to get to a different level, to um, achieve things. The labor is what sometimes runs us off or scares us off because we just feel like it's just too much. It's too much effort. And we can come up with all kinds of excuses and reasons on why not to do certain things. Um, It's going to be too, um, it's going to take too much of my time. It's going to require too much of me, of my personal time, of personal effort. But the fact of the matter is, in labor, there is some sweat equity that must go into seeing results, to seeing any type of fruit. There is work that's required. There is going to be some physical or mental effort. There's going to be something that we have to do on our part to see any type of results. Now, that's just one side of it. The other side of labor is the times that we spend laboring with something that we should let go. So sometimes we labor with certain things because we're afraid to let something go because it's become comfortable. We've become complacent in it. And so we will labor with holding on to something that we know is not good for us, not realizing and trusting completely in God that he has something far greater. And the thing that we're laboring with is only causing us stress. It's causing us to be unhappy. It's causing us to be stuck. It's causing us to be stagnant. And we're not getting to experience anything new, anything fresh, anything exciting, because we're laboring with something that we need to free ourselves of. And I can give you a perfect example. Me doing this podcast is the perfect example of having a labor pain, having labor pains. This is something that God clearly told me to do months ago, but I kept laboring with every excuse as to why not to do it, being worried about whether people will listen, whether people will 
uh, even care about what it is that I have to say. All those man-made excuses that we can give on why we should not do something, we can easily justify and go through a laboring process by coming up with all these excuses and sub excuses to the excuses. And so sometimes things that we labor with can be due to our own disobedience or our own delay of obedience to something that we know God has clearly spoken to us um, and told us to do. Because if he speaks anything to us, if he gives us a vision, then he he's going to always make sure that we have the provision to, to see that through to um, for that to manifest. And so sometimes we cause our own struggles. We cause our own uncomfortable labor pains because we are being disobedient or delaying our obedience in certain areas of our life. And so then the labor is strictly on us. We have to go through that pain. We're rolling this thing around in our mind. We're constantly thinking about it. We're constantly worrying. We're constantly stressing over it. And the fact of the matter is, is that if it is a clear instruction from God, then there's nothing to labor over. There's no struggle because like I said, he's going to make sure that you have what you need to accomplish that, which he is setting before you to do. So that means that he trusts you with that assignment. He trusts you to give you that instruction, knowing that something good is going to come out of it. So sometimes we cause our own struggles. We cause our own hardships. We cause our own disappointments instead of trusting the one who will never disappoint us, the one that will never break our hearts or leave us out here by ourselves to figure it out because he's got all the answers. He's just using what he's put on the inside of us and making that manifest and in, in presenting it to the world all for his glory. So there were three kind of key things that I wanted to share as far as labor pains. The first thing is that labor is just a part of the process. It there anything that we desire to have anything that we desire to achieve if we want to see results in our life then we we have to labor what I looked at uh, was Psalms 128 and 2 when it says for you shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands you will be happy and blessed and it will be well with you. So God already promised us that when we labor, he will bless the labor of our hands. We're ensured that we will eat fruit. We will have good fruit to eat because we're faithful to the assignment. We're faithful to whatever he's given us and we'll be blessed and everything will be well with us. And so when we just accept the fact that labor is the part of the process and trust that not only is there labor, but the, the great part about it is we get to co-labor with God. So we're not out here doing it by ourselves. He's giving us every instruction. He's giving us every direction. He's telling us what to do, how to do it, when to do it, for how long we need to do it. 
So we're co-laboring with him. It, it even goes back to, you know, a favorite passage of scripture that we always quote, faith without works is dead. And so when we co-labor with God, when we match that faith and we do our part, then God is surely to do his. He's faithful to do his part. So we're not in it by ourselves. He's right there with us. He's doing the things that we cannot do. He is touching the hearts of uh, men and women that uh, he will use to accomplish what he has set out to do in us. He will open the right doors. He will put our names in rooms that we could never dream or imagine. He will seat us at tables that we would never imagine ourselves being seated at. He will make sure that the right doors and the right opportunities come because ultimately what we're doing is not for our name's sake. It's not for us to be famous or popular or have our name called or have awards or accolades, but it's all for his glory. And so because that is the main goal, that's what we stick to. That's what we rely on. And so we co-labor with him in all of these wonderful things. And he makes sure that the things that we can't, he makes sure that he makes those things happen for us. He gives us, you know, supernatural strength, energy, you know, power, resilience. He gives us the right words to say. He gives us the proper connections to make with other people that can do something that we may not have the area of knowledge or expertise, the scope of knowledge to complete that, but there's somebody else that can do it. And so he puts those persons in our path to accomplish that what he is set out to do. You are just merely the vessel. And so anything that we take credit for, we need to really evaluate that and and really, you know, confess and repent that to God and acknowledge him as first place that he is the giver of of all things. And so when we put him in his proper place, when we have that perspective all the time, then the labor is not such drudgery. We don't begin to resent. We don't do things out of anger. We don't do things out of, you know, well, I got to do it. We do things with great joy and excitement, knowing that God is doing his part and I'm doing mine. So with the two of us working together, whatever is going to happen, whatever is produced from this, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to bless other people. It's going to bring such joy and, 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 and inspiration and empowerment to other people. So you have to look at the long term effects of the of the labor, not begrudging the the new habits that you have to pick up, you may have to study more, you may have to read more, you may have to get up a little bit earlier. You may have to, you know, stay up a little late. But if you see the long term goal, if you can see the bigger picture that it's not about you, it's not about self, but it's about those who that who those who will be blessed by this process. You can put all of those things aside because you know that there is something that someone else will gain from this process. There is something that they will benefit from by doing this, pushing past your fears, pushing past your doubts, pushing past your insecurities, 
pushing past all those things, knowing that God is faithful to provide everything that you need, just like he's doing for me right now in recording this, my first podcast. The second thing is don't let the work intimidate you. And we just kind of talked about that a little bit. Don't let the sacrifice that is required to make this thing happen be the reason that you don't do it. Don't let those stories that you begin to tell yourself or that the lies that you allow the enemy to speak to you or the negative comments that you may hear from others that they don't approve or they can give you reasons why not to do certain things. Don't let that intimidate you or stop you from what you know God is calling you to do. Be focused on the bigger picture that the things that you are doing the things that you may be experiencing, the things that you may be exposed to, it's merely happening through you. And so when you take yourself out of the equation and instead of asking questions like, why me? Why does this always happen to me? I seem to be the one, you know, going down that road. Say, why not me? Say, God, I thank you that you trust me with this assignment, that you've put this on my heart to execute for your glory and for your kingdom. And so the work is not intimidating. It's no longer work. It's it's something that you do out of great joy and great love, knowing that someone is going to be blessed. And guess what you will find out? You will also be blessed in the process because there are little nuggets that God is going to be faithful to drop along the way. You'll learn to be more patient. You'll learn to have joy in the journey. You will learn to do things with great love and with great care because you're representing the kingdom of God. And so you want it to be done in excellence. You want to represent him well. There are things that you will learn about yourself. There are things that you will learn about your relationship with Christ because you're depending on him to help you fulfill this assignment. So you get so many added bonuses for your obedience, for your sacrifice. You get a deeper relationship with him. You get more understanding about something as simple as I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. You truly have a a deep understanding of that scripture when you're doing this work. So don't let the work intimidate you. Proverbs 14 and 23 says, In all labor there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. You know, if you ever need to get your life right, you can read the book of Proverbs. Because it tells you straight up, if you do this, here are the benefits. If you don't, here are the consequences. And so I really like that scripture because it lets us know we have something to profit from it. Not that we're looking for personal um, accolades or gain, but we know that there's something to profit in our soul, in our spirit, in our hearts. We may find that there's something that we may have left um, unattended to unforgiveness or or anger or offense, you know, 
from someone or that we may have offended somebody. And so those are opportunities to heal those areas, to truly be whole in those areas as you're fulfilling this assignment, as you're following his instructions. There, again, are so many benefits to that obedience and walking closely with him, hearing every instruction, every direction that he gives you, even accepting the correction, because there are going to be some times that you, you know, God may have to have some hard conversations with you. You know, that wasn't right. You're trying to take the lazy route. And that's not going to be acceptable. Jesus didn't take the, the, the shortcut when it came to us having soul salvation, us being able to live this life of great freedom and liberty, that we could have a life and have it in more abundance. He took the long, painful route. And so that means that we don't get shortcuts either. But don't let the work intimidate you. And don't just be in a position where you're just talking about things and you're not putting any actions to it because people do see that too. You know how we, you know, we used to say um, that you just can't talk about it. You got to be about it. So your words have to line up with your actions. It's not enough to say these are things that you're going to do, but you have to do them. That your actions show your character. Your actions are reflective of your integrity. That you are a person of honor, of distinction, that you are representing God because he is a man of integrity. He is a man of great character. And so we are his representatives here on the earth of that. And so we've got to make sure that in everything that we do, every word that we speak, that it is a true reflection of God who's on the inside of us. And so we have to sometimes really be careful with what we say. Be quick to listen, but slow to speak. Seek him for wisdom and understanding and guidance before we take actions. Is this a part of your plan, God? Is this is this the direction that you want me to go in? That's how you build relationship with him. The wisdom is in the questions. That's that's how we get deeper revelation. That's how we know we are really penetrating the heart of God when we can go to him and ask questions, seek the direction for this for this task, for this assignment. And so it does not become a thing of drudgery. It doesn't become something that we resent or that we become bitter about because we're always seeking him. We're always um, walking in his will and his plan. We don't deviate from the plan to do something that is self-serving or we think, well, you know, we'll just cut this corner. No, if we're truly about our father's business, we do what he says to the letter exactly the way that he tells us to do it. The last thing is that labor happens in every season. So Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says there is a season for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. And so there are some seasons that we do a lot of labor. Even if you think about a farmer, they plant in a certain season. They, they, they till up the fallow ground. They prepare the ground. They do all of that foundational work. And then they will go out and plant the seeds. 
They have specific times and seasons that they have to do those things. And that can be sometimes very labor intensive. It requires sometimes long hours. It requires a lot of work. It it requires maybe getting up in the dark and coming home in the dark. They have to go and check, you know, their crop, see if it's being infested by bugs, um, if if animals are 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 coming out to get them, if they're weeds, if if the soil may not be the proper soil or the right fertilizer, is there something poisoning um, or negatively affecting their crop? And so there's a labor, there's a season where you have to do that labor, and it's going to be more intense, and then you have to sit back and wait. But even just like there is a season where we do that labor, there's a season where there you have to do the when the harvest comes in, that's labor intensive. So even though you may see the fruits of your labor and all these great things are happening, um, that you are able to really flow in your gifts, God is really blessing you with favor in, in certain areas of your life, you know, doors are opening to you, opportunities are being presented to you, you're, you're receiving healing in, in different areas of your life, there's still a responsibility to whom much is given much is required. And so even when that harvest comes in, there's labor, we have to maintain that crop. We have to be good stewards over what God has blessed us with. We can't all of a sudden become stingy and forget who got us to this place. So we have to remember that even when that harvest comes in, yeah, we get to sit back and, 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 you know, pat ourselves on the back for a minute. But we got to give God glory because if it had not been for him who was on our side during those long nights, early mornings, we wouldn't be able to appreciate and, and, and marvel at the fruits of our labor. And so even when that harvest comes in, you got to go out there and get it. You got to go out there and maintain the, the ground. You know, you can't just say, oh, well, the harvest is in and that's it and I'm done. No, you have to keep sowing. You have to keep tilling the fallow ground. You've got to continue to do the hard work. You've got to continue to seek healing in different areas of your life. So the things that you did to see that harvest, you may have to do even more to continue to reap harvest after harvest, season after season. And so that's the the part that sometimes I think we get caught up on. We don't think about that. We just look at the harvest and we're like, oh, okay, we're well good. And so when things start to dry up and the fruits of our labor from that previous season are no longer available to us, we're trying to figure out, well, God, why, why, what, what, what happened? It's because you stopped doing your work. He didn't stop speaking. You just stopped listening. Because you got in your flesh, you got in self, I got a good harvest, I'm good, I don't need anything else, but then it dries up. So the same thing that you did to get that harvest, you have to do even more so to continue to reap a harvest for seasons to come. And so even though you may have a season where you can rest, 
be assured to know that there is something else that is coming up the road. So it's better to be prepared and have a mindset that I know that there's going to be another season that I'm going to have to work, that I'm going to have to labor, that I'm going to have to sacrifice because I want to continue to see a harvest, not just in my life, but a harvest in the lives of those that I have impact and influence over. The, the harvest in my family, in my children, in my co-workers, in my spouse, in my relationships with other people. I want to continue to see a harvest. And so I have to sow into that. I have to spend more time in prayer. I have to spend more time studying. I have to spend more time reading his word. I have to spend more time just in prayer and meditation and letting God speak to me so that I can continue to be blessed and then go out and be a blessing to others. That is the labor. That's the work that has to be done because the prayers that you prayed to see in initial harvest are not going to be the same prayers that you pray to continue to see a harvest. So everything that you did to get that initial harvest may radically and drastically change because you're going to be a different person. And then God may completely dismantle that and say, okay, now you sowed this and you reaped a harvest for this. I don't want you to do that anymore. This is now your assignment. So we we can't get complacent in thinking that every year, you know, just because this year we, we planted apples and got a great apple harvest, that doesn't mean that next year he's going to want you to plant apples. Next year it could be watermelons. Next year it could be cucumbers. But if we stay ever present before God, we'll be able to hear those instructions clearly. We'll be able to know what direction he's desiring to take us in. And we will be prepared to do the work for that type of harvest because we're in tune with him. We are co-laboring with him at all times. So the mindset moments for this episode is something that I want you to think about. Grab a journal and write this down. Is what I'm laboring for yielding something or causing me to be held up? So when you think about that, are you laboring over a past relationship? Are you laboring over a past heartbreak or disappointment? Are you laboring over comparing yourself to others and, you know, admiring you know, what they have instead of focusing on what God has given you dominion over is what you're laboring over yielding something and yielding something that is, that is of, of good use. Is it something that is glorifying God and edifying his people, or is it holding you up and then possibly holding up others? Because we can be the breakthrough that somebody else needs So our disobedience or delayed obedience could be holding up a blessing for somebody else. It could be for a complete stranger. And so sometimes their breakthrough is contingent upon our obedience. So I want you to think about that over the course of the week. Think about what you're putting your energy into right now. Is what you're putting your your um, mental effort or, or physical effort into 
causing you unnecessary pain? Is it causing you to be delayed? Think about those things, things that you currently are dealing with, things that you've been thinking about, that you've been praying about. Is it producing anything positive or worth keeping? And be honest about those things as you just begin to journal and seek God in your quiet time. And let him answer you and let him put you on the right path to changing the way that you think about those things, the way that you speak about those things, the way that you invest your time, effort and energy into those things. You could be expending your energy into something that is not going to produce anything at all. And so we have to get quiet before the Lord to let him speak to us about those things so that if we're on the right path, he can get us back where he needs us to be. And we can be focused on that. Anything that we labor for produces results. It's going to produce fruit. It's always going to yield something. But the labor requires commitment. It requires persistence. And it requires great faith. And it requires us matching that faith with works. It it requires us matching that faith with doing what we know God has called us to do and trusting him to do that which we cannot do. So I hope that this helps you. I hope that this is something that you will take the time to really just stop and think about and think about the labor pains and think about what you're really putting your effort towards and if it's producing anything for you. And if not, let's let's transform the talk on that. Let's let's do something a little different or radically different in this in this season so that we can see the benefits of our obedience and following in instructions and and following what God is instructing us to do. And I'm so grateful that he got me through this first podcast. <laughs> and I appreciate just the topic that he gave me. I was driving home today from lunch with a friend And this just popped in my head. So I came home and just wrote some things down and studied a little bit. So even in this, I was able to go through the labor pain, stop wrestling with something that I know that he clearly gave me an instruction on. And knowing that I followed that instruction, I can walk in um, in great joy and peace and knowing that I was obedient. Yeah, it took me a little while to get there, but I allowed myself to get out of myself. I put fear and insecurity and doubt aside and pushed forward, trusting that he would give me everything that I needed to complete this task. And so I pray that that today you will examine your labor pains. I pray that if there's anything that you're struggling with, that you are delaying your obedience on, that you're just flat out being disobedient on, that you will take time to just go to God in prayer. Repent for those things. Seek him for wisdom and understanding and allow him to just set you on a right path and put you on the path that he desires to put you on. 
so that everything that you do from this point forward, you will eat the fruit of your hands and that you will be blessed and everything will be well with you and that you will profit from your labor and that you won't spend time sowing into things and planting seeds in fallow ground where nothing can grow, where it won't produce anything, but that God will set you on the right plot of land. He will give you good soil to sow into so that you can see the fruit and eat of the fruit from the labor of your hands because you chose to trust God and co-labor with him. So that's it for this week. I hope that you will join me next week for another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. In the meantime, know that I am always rooting for you and today is always a great day to be made new. We'll talk again next week.